This week, Yudalef Iyar will be the yard site of one of the great leaders of Galicia Hasidus, Reb Naftali Rabshitzer. Reb Naftali was born in the year 1760 to a family where the father was not, was a big Tamid Chacham, but he was not associated with the world of Hasidus, whereas his mother was a Chassid and encouraged her son to follow the ways of Hasidus. We believe in the concept of, of a tzaddik dies and a tzaddik is born on the same day. One could always talk about the coincidences involved, but it is interesting to note that Yud Aleph Iyar was the, of 1760 was the year that the Baal, was the day that the Baal Shem Tov himself passed away. The Hasidic legend would say that, in a sense, Rabbi Neftali Rebshitzer would take over the position of the of the Baal Shem Tov. One tzaddik is Nifter, another tzaddik is born on that day. When he was young, he was brought up in his father's base medrash. His father was a known Tamid Chacham. But he wanted to enter the world of Hasidus, and he went to learn in the Beis Medrash of Rabbi Elimelech of Lashinsk. Legend has it that Rabbi Elimelech did not want to accept him at first because he felt he came from too illustrious a family. And Rabbi Naftali pleaded with him to allow him to learn in his Beis Medrash, and it should not be held against him that his father, indeed, was a well-known Tamid Chacham. The report of Reb Naftal's childhood was that he learned in yeshiva. He actually learned in the yeshiva of Reb Meshulam Igra, whom he later became related to by marriage. In his yeshiva of Reb Meshulam Igra, there were other great gedolim as, who learned there as youngsters. One of them is Rav Mordechai Benet, who later became known as Maharam Benet, who wrote Svarim, and in a certain sense is considered the father of the great Jungreis family. Many, many Rabbanim of the Jungreis family traced their ancestry to Rav Mordechai Benet. Another student in the yeshiva at that time was the Nesivas, Rabbi Lerbobam, who is, of course, world-famous for the for the Nesivas, the Torahs Gitten, and others for him. They all learned together with Reb Naftali. The Reb Naftali's Lamdis and his Svarim are not what made him most famous. The stories about him reflect a certain sense of humor, a certain humility, a certain let's call it Chochmat Chayim, an understanding of life and a true sense of piety, of Yiras Elokim. The Matseva of Reb Neftar of Rabshitz has only one comment that seems to be typical of who he was, and that it says, Yochid Bidoro B'Chochmas Elokim. He was what, the unique person of his generation in Chachma, the wisdom of Elohim, of divine wisdom. 
the stories that I'm going to relate about him are stories that I have heard and read from such sources as Martin Buber's books on Hasidus, Shlomo Karbach telling stories of Hasidus, and Eli Wiesel's books on the world of Hasidic portraits. I once spent Purim in the house of the Boston Rebbe, the Boston Rebbe who lived in Brooklyn 40 years ago or so. And we were a group of students talking to him, and he mentioned a story that we said we knew, or we told him a story, a Hasidic story. And at one point he looked at us and said, the difference between him, the Boston Rebbe, and us, students of Yeshiva University, was that he knew these stories because they were told to him by the Saba Kadisha, by his holy ancestors. Whereas he said, we knew the stories because we, we read them in the books of Martin Buber. There's a certain truth and a deep understanding of that comment. And the stories that are written in books about these Gedolim very often have a tinge of question about them if they are really accurate. And in some cases we know that some of the people who wrote stories about Gedolim collected stories and then assigned them to the person in question. A number of the stories and aphorisms that I'm going to relate today have been written about Rabbi Naftali of Rapshitzer, but in truth, I have heard them about other people as well. And you always wonder about the accuracy of such oral transmission. As I said before, Rav Naftali was brought up by a father who did not seem to be a great lover of Hasidus, whereas his mother was. The story is told that one night at the Seder, when a young Naftali, probably torn a little bit between the world of Hasidus and the world of Misnagdim, was reciting the song at the end of the Seder, Adir Hu, Bachur Hu, Godol Hu, and they came up to Chet, and the word that's found there is Chasid Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Chasid. Now, we know the word Chasid in the Gemara means someone who does, who goes that extra mile, someone who goes beyond the letter of the law. And of course the idea is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Chasid, that he does not necessarily follow the letter of the law in his dealings with people, but he goes beyond what's absolutely necessary. But for a little boy with an imagination, you come across the word chassid and you get all excited. So he turned to his father, Reb Naftali, and said to him, Tata, it says here the Kaddish Baruch Hu is a chassid. Is it really true? Is that Kaddish Baruch Hu a chassid? And immediately Reb Naftali himself became a little bit saddened and disillusioned and said, no, I really don't believe HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a chassid. Because if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a chassid, why wouldn't he say, V'yatzmach porkane v'kar That phrase that the Hasidim add to Kaddish, which means that the Yeshua, the salvation, should grow and Mashiach should come soon, quickly, apparently is not stated by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because if that would be true, the Mashiach would have come. This comment, of course, is an indicative comment of a little internal struggle of a young person 
torn between the world of Hasidus and the world of Mistagnim. Reb Naftali was known for his humor, for his sense of humor, and for his sharpness in commenting and in repartee. And in one of Eli Wiesel's books, he writes that Reb Naftali always seemed to have best the other person with whom he had a, a discussion, except for rare occasions. One of these occasions is related that on the night of Simchas Torah, when the people are dancing and in a sense of ecstasy over the concept of learning Torah, Rabbi Naftali noticed there was a very simple Jew, a Balagala, a person who did not spend much time learning. Indeed, his reputation for a person being meticulous in Torah mitzvah was not such a good one. But nevertheless, this particular Balagala was dancing with all his might. Rabbi Naftali turned to him and said to him, I don't understand. I, if I would talk to a person who's a major Tamit Chacham, a person who's a great Sadiq, I can understand why he should dance in the phrase that we find in Tanakh, Tanakh, a person just doing cartwheels and dancing so much because he's so happy about the Torah. But you don't learn so much. You're not so meticulous about Torah mitzvahs. So why are you dancing? And they say, the Balagala answered him, if my brother makes a simcha, I can't dance at the wedding. It's true that I am not the one who should be celebrating. But my brother, the Tamid Chacham, is my brother. He is my relative. We are one nation. And therefore, the Simcha should not be elitist. It should not be just done by the person who himself is the Tamid Chacham. But it should be felt by the entire community as well. This statement, of course, reflects a great... Hasidic viewpoint that the world of Torah and mitzvahs should not be elitist and only held by certain people. But never, we, the entire community of Am Yisrael together is the concept of the Tzibur. I've heard the same story related about the Beis HaLevi. But in the Beis HaLevi's case, you can portray the Beis HaLevi as a rather somber person who himself did not dance at all. And therefore, the comment in his case would have been a little different than the way the comment was made to Reb Neftali Rabshitzer. Another comment in the name of Reb Neftali was a comment that he made on the Medrash in Veracious. In the Pasuk, Zes Sefer told us to Adam, this is the book with the history of mankind, the Medrash says, we see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed Adam HaRishon this mystical book which showed, it, which showed in this book generation by generation and generation with its leaders, with its spokesmen. And Reb Naftali asked, why does it say it shows Dor Dor Vidarshav, the generation and its leaders? Why doesn't it just show the leaders and then the generations? And his response was a typical statement made with great humility and modesty. He said, if you would just show the leaders of every generation, you would begin to wonder, why should this person be a leader? 
Let's take, for example, the rav of any town today. Let's say, let's say there would be a community in in Ragachev. Now, today, if there would be a leader in Ragachev, it would be some local rabbi who lives in Ragachev. But Ragachev is the town of the Ragachev of Rameir Simcha of Davinsk. Davinsk, I'm referring to the city of Davinsk rather than Ragachev. But the city of Davinsk was the city of, of, of the Meshachachma. Why would someone today be able to be the rabbi of that community of Davinsk? And the answer would be, it's not that the community is different than the rabbi. First, you have to see who the community is. For that community, this person would be an appropriate rabbi. If we would live today in the time of, let's say, the Vilna Gaon, then the Rav of Vilna should be person of the stature of the Rav of Vilna. But today, when the community has undergone many vicissitudes, as a different type of community, then the rabbi could be a different type. Dar, dar, vidarshav, each generation has its leaders. And Rabbi Tali's comment of humility was, therefore he himself could act as a Hasidic Rebbe, although he felt that he was not really up to the task of being a Hasidic Rebbe, but for this particular community, he could also be a leader. The point of Hasidus that I heard in the name of the Baal Shem Tov once what, that, what, is known to have said that the Grester Averen de Welt is zu vergessen as Milzainen Bnei Melachim. I heard in the name of the Baal Shem Tov that the greatest Avera in the world is to really forget the greatness of the Jewish people, to what should we would aspire, and remember that we are indeed the sons of kings. The story that's printed about Rabbi Naftali is one time in the army there was a particular soldier who was being oppressed greatly by his corporal, by his commanding officer. Apparently, the soldier did something for which he deserved an honor, and he was approached and said, we'll give you whatever you want. What would you like to be done? The soldier's response was, could you possibly transfer the corporal? This corporal has been rather mean to the troops, could you perhaps send him to a different unit and therefore we would get a, diff- a new corporal? The point is that the person, knowing that he had a favor to ask, that he could request anything, why did he not re- request that he be the leader of the people? Why did he not request some greater goal than just being a simple soldier but having a new commanding officer, a new corporal? We sometimes have forgotten Am Yisrael, our own greatness, and we forget that we're supposed to aspire to grandeur. In fact, one of the contemporaries of Reb Naftali of Rapshitz was Reb Yisrael of Rizhin. Actually, he came a little bit later than Reb Naftali, but there is evidence they had met each other, they had known each other, and Reb Yisrael of Rizhin lived the world of Malchus, lived the world of, of tremendous, ostentatious wealth in order to show people that this is a concept of being B'nai Malachim. The Svarim that Reb Naftali wrote are not well known. In fact, to the best of my knowledge, only one Sefer exists with, the, with his Torah. But nevertheless, 
the stories that were told about him and his influence in the world of Hasidus has remained very great despite the fact that we have svarim, we have few svarim of his. Today, there are certain offshoots of the Rabshitzer dynasty, and the ones that are perhaps famous are in Melitz. The Melitzer Rav, the Melitzer Rebbe, is known also for the world of Nagina. They're famous for having uh, certain songs that are typical of the dynasty, and also there are certain minhagim that have became minhagim of Rabshitz. So Rabbi Naftali Rabshitzer was nifter on Yud Aleph Iyar in the year 1827. He was 67 years old at the time of his Petira and has remained a great leader of Galicia Hasidus until this day.